Can you hear it with your ears? Can you see it with your eyes? Can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs? That thing, that thing, that thing with James. Once every millennium something will come along When you feel it you will know it cause it's coming on strong That thing, that thing, that thing with James Sit back, relax, deep breaths, no stress Let me come inside your mind I promise you it won't take long, the change will happen soon You will feel something so special growing deep within you That thing that thing, that thing with James That thing, that thing, that thing with James That's me Welcome to the show, That Thing with James I'm your host, James, and with me is Emily And uh, today we're reading some romantic fan fiction. See, this all started because I was, I remembered a story that I came across like months ago, several months ago, and it was an erotic uh, or romance fan fiction of um, Friedrich Engels and Karl Marx. They were together, they had a relationship, and Friedrich Engels was pregnant with Marx's the offspring of Marx's seed. And um, I thought that would, it it was very well written too. It was just so fucking absurd, but it was so well written. I mean, you can do crazy, stupid shit. You can go as nuts as you want, just as long as you do it well. Use the language well. And that's something that we didn't see in the fiction stories that are not going to be in this episode. Because this is, I'm actually recording this introduction at the end of the recording for this episode because we went through three or four stories of like a SpongeBob SquarePants fan fiction. One was just um, was very scatological. Two were crack fics. Two were very, very, very poorly written um, crack fictions. Didn't know that was a thing until today. Uh, yeah, crack fic is a thing, I guess. Um, That would be um, the character of some show is addicted to crack and you write a fan fiction about it. Um, And then I I was like, all right, what about iCarly? But then I realized I don't know shit about iCarly. And when I was looking at like the headlines for the different stories and this stuff is all found, I should say, at um, fanfiction.net. I didn't know shit about iCarly, so I didn't know shit about the stories that were there. And I was like, okay, what's something else? How about Peppa Pig? And the stuff at Peppa Pig was honestly worse than um, a lot of the SpongeBob stuff. Yeah, It involved a lot of like um, uh, violent acts um, done without consent. Yeah and incest and shit like that. And I was like, you know, and some pretty, uh, some language I didn't really appreciate and I certainly didn't want to put on my own fucking show. So I went looking and I saw X-Files and I was like, I want to hear some X-Files 
fan fiction romance between Agent Dana Scully and Fox Mulder. And I'm so jealous of his first name, Fox. Jelfus. I'm jealous. I'm a of Fox's first name. I think you're just trying to be a jellical cat. Jellical cat. Jellical, 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 jellical cat. For someone that supposedly hated cats so much, you definitely are turning into a cat's man. Me, yo. Oh, I was still picturing him as a truffle pig. <laughs> Wait, is that a <laughs> what, what animal is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be a pig, but it's weird. I think that's me as a duck. Me. As a duck. Also known as James just has a, a human suit. He's actually a duck. <laughs> This is my spirit animal. Oh, yeah. You know how they say fucking water off a duck's back? I say that, too. (laughs) didn't know that, but okay. Yeah, man, it's like water under the bridge off a duck's back. Okay. Is water off a duck's back? Because they're... they're, I almost said they're leaves. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you think about it, feathers are the leaves of birds. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't think enough people appreciate that. Feathers are leaves <laughs> of a bird. You're not They're, a scientist. <laughs> I'm, I'm a genius. <laughs> it's it's foul leaves. Foulage? Foulage. Yes, it's their foulage, correct. And it's oily. Well, I changed so it to the, this foliage foulage. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That was pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> you punch me in the nose with it and say, hey, did you get it? <laughs> yeah. Pow. Bang. Straight to the moon. Why? Oh. That's my horse. That's my horse sound. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom and pee. Wait, wait. Let me let me let me do this real quick. Okay, go pee. Go, go pee. Go pee. Okay, so uh, we have our laughs. Um, I I I found this like four chapters of this uh, romance fan fiction between Scully and Mulder, and. Uh, that's what I read in this. Um, I'm editing out the other uh, Peppa Pig and SpongeBob SquarePants stories because it's just, uh, you know, I didn't want to go that direction with this episode. So um, I'm doing a dramatic reading of, of only four chapters, and it's incomplete, so I find out at the end. Um, and I don't know that the story ever will be completed. But you're going to have to wait till the end of this episode to see it. Now, before we get into it, real quick... Every week, every damn week, I'm putting out, I'm doing, I'm making my work double, dude. Every week, I put out a brand new bonus episode that you can access at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Subscriptions can start at only just five bucks for an entire month, a whole goddamn month, five dollars. You know, toss it in there and you get double the amount of that thing and um, that double thing, baby. 
and uh, you'll get access to that premium thing. You'll get access to the, ep- the new episode that comes out, plus the library of all previously recorded new episodes, or bonus episodes. I keep saying new. They are bonus episodes. Blah. Uh, Patreon.com slash that thing with James. Help me keep this ship running. You can also, she is just in there cracking up. Why in the bathroom? I don't know why she's laughing in the bathroom right now. It's freaking me out. And (laughs) you can also find me on, why are you laughing in there? You can also, why are you laughing? You, what? (laughs) Why? What is going on? Why are you behaving this way? I don't know. I blame the sugar. I have no fucking clue. I'm just doing my thing here, and I hear her just (laughs) cracking up in the bathroom. (laughs) You can find me on social media at James J. Asher. Uh, You can email me at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. That's if you have a suggestion for a story or subject you'd like me to cover on the show, if you have any business inquiries, or if you just want to say nice things to me, thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. And also, if you have... Um, shit posts and bad memes and you know whatever the internet kids are you know laughing at today put that on my subreddit r slash that thing with james now business is over let's get on with this this stuff yeah yeah <laughs> i've never seen iCarly um so i don't know anything about it and a lot of the fan fiction I found was rather earnest, and I yeah. don't want that. Um, so then I saw X-Files, and I was like, this has some potential. This has some potential. So let's read this X-Files fan fiction. Oh, I'm ready for it. Burst Pipes by Bones Bet Met Lover. Okay. Okay, we don't need to read the summary and all that shit. Let's just get into it. Chapter one. Oh, oh God. On this Friday night, Mulder sat in his apartment, watching his usual brand of entertainment. The redhead on the screen reminded him so much of Scully. His dick started swelling, imagining his sexy partner doing to him what the woman on the screen was doing. Mmm, your dick is so big. Mulder unconsciously started rubbing himself through his jeans. He closed his eyes and pretended the voice he was hearing was Scully. He pictured her wrapping her lips around his dick. In response, his dick twitched in his jeans. You taste so good. So salty. (laughs) Mulder groaned, opening the tab on his jeans and pulling down the zipper. He released his aching erection, sighing once it wasn't restricted in his jeans anymore. The head was already weeping, and Mulder gripped his dick firmly, hissing in a breath as he started to stroke up and down. Fuck, I want your dick, hard dick inside me. Mulder panted, his strokes stronger as he pictured his partner climbing onto his lap, bare naked, her perky breasts and pert nipples. That is always the thing. Perky breasts and pert nipples. Mm -hmm. That's always how it's described. 
her perky breasts and pert nipples bouncing. Wait, her nipples are bouncing? It's like going <laughs> That'd be like hilarious. door stoppers? Like, I'm picturing like laser lights. It's like, <laughs> her perky breasts and pert nipples bouncing as she positioned herself before sinking onto his erection. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Mulder groaned as he felt his dick swell even more, signaling his imminent release. He stroked faster, imagining Scully riding him to completion. Scully! Mulder shouted as his dick's... Wait, so he starts coming. He's like, Scully! Yep. Like, go! (laughs) Scully! Mulder shouted as his dick spurted, leaving him shaking in the aftershock. Spent and feeling sated, Mulder thought about what he what had just happened. This wasn't the first time he had jacked off to thoughts of his extremely hot partner. Truth was, he had been in love with Scully for years, but it was only recently he had begun to think she may feel the same as him. It was subtle, a look here, a lingering touch there. Hell, most people already assumed they were a couple anyways. Lately, it seemed like all the cases they went on, someone mistakenly identified them as such. Not that he minded, but he knew Scully bristled at the insinuations. He knew there was a pool going on at the FBI about whether or not he and Scully were a couple, or at the very least, sleeping together. The rumors and whispers had followed them since they were first paired together. Back then, there were no romantic feelings involved between them. Strong trust and friendship, always. Then, Scully was abducted. His whole world tipped on its axis, and the month that followed was pure hell. Suddenly, he was confronted with the very real possibility that she would be gone from him forever. And that's when he realized how he felt about her. Somehow, without his even realizing it, he had fallen in love with his partner, the woman he trusted and respected before all others, the other half of his soul, the woman he would gladly die for, would kill for, Dana Catherine Scully. Mulder was drawn out of his musings by a psst sound in the kitchen. Putting himself back in order, he approached the sink, A strange, groaning, gurgling sound could be heard. Opening the cabinet underneath, he got a face full of water. Ugh, what the hell? he exclaimed. He slapped at the water that was currently trying to drown him. Shit! He reaching in, he turned the water off. He was now sitting in a huge pool of water, sopping wet. Damn it! Seconds later, he heard another groaning sound, followed by another pssst this time coming from his bathroom. He raced in, only to get soaked again by another barrage of icy water. Fuck! Suddenly, his shower groaned, and he swung toward the sound, putting his hands up for just as another onslaught of water assaulted him. Throwing his arms up, he ran for his phone, his feet squishing in the water that was currently accumulating in his apartment. He dialed his landlord. Yeah, this is Fox Mulder in apartment 42. My whole apartment is flooding right now. Yes, my sink, my shower, 
Anything that allows water to come out, I need you to come shut off the main line. Yes, it's turning into a swamp in here. Turn off the water. He slammed the phone down. Ten minutes passed before he noticed that all the water had finally stopped spraying. He heard a pounding on his front door, opened it. He found his landlord on the other side. Mr. Mulder, I'm sorry about this. Have you assessed the damages yet? My whole apartment looks like it's all ready, it's all ready for Noah's Ark, so what do you think? Mulder said, his patience waning. Have you got someplace else to go? It's going to take some time to clean up all the water and check for damage. Mulder ran his hands through his hair. Yeah, I do. Better. Much better. First thought, though, landlord saying, uh, hey, are you okay? Instead of, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem real. It's not real. It's, what did you do? And then the line here, where was it? Um it's, do you have someplace else to go? It's going to take some time to clean up all the water and check for other damage. Also unrealistic. A landlord would have just said, well, I, I'm not going to be able to get a plumber for the next two weeks. And yeah. then leave. They would just leave. And then once uh, the plumber, who's not even really a plumber, it's just his cousin, Comes with some fucking, some fucking putty and glue to fix the plumbing. He's gonna call you and say, "Hey, uh, your apartment should be ready by tomorrow." Meanwhile, it's still fucking flooded. <laughs> Not a personal tale or anything. This is a personal tale. This is firsthand experience. <laughs> chapter one. Is there more? Chapter oh, two. Have four chapters. Ooh, chapter two. Let's read this. Scully woke with a start. Groggily, God, no adverbs. Writing tip, writing tip. Be very sparse with your adverbs. It is not a good look. Groggily, she looked at her alarm clock. You could say, how else could you say that without making an adverb? Like groggy. She looked at her alarm clock, her eyes barely open. 2 a.m. Yes, yes. Or um, it took a minute for her eyes to focus mm -hmm. on the alarm clock. Okay. Groggily, she looked at her alarm clock, 2 a.m. Rubbing her eyes and nipples, she stroked her dick and pooped out her ears. I made that part up. I should write for this website. Rubbing her eyes, she tried to figure out what had awakened her. Knock, knock, knock. Dropping her head down, she climbed out of her nice, warm bed and headed for her front door. Only one person would be knocking this early in the morning. Without even checking the peephole, she unlocked and opened the door. Mulder stood on the other side, an apologetic look on his face. In his hand, he held a duffel bag, stuffed full with clothes, she assumed. She stood aside and allowed him entrance. His shoes squished and squeaked as he shuffled by her, making her raise an eyebrow. She turned on the light and gasped. Mulder was soaking wet from head to toe. Mulder, what happened? Immediately, Scully went into doctor mode, pulling his jacket off and placing it on the coat rack. Mulder took off his shoes and let them by the front door. He reached down, taking off his socks as well. My apartment flooded. 
I was hoping I could crash here for a few days while the damages were assessed and cleaned up. Mulder said, I, the laugh is not supposed to be in there. That's just me laughing about what shit landlords are in real life. Um, where were we? Where were we? Uh, assessed and clean up. He stood by the door, not wanting to get her furniture wet. Wait, wait. Oh, my God. I lost it again. It's my apartment flooded. I was my, hoping I could crash. My apartment flooded. I was hoping I could crash here for a few days while the damages are assessed and cleared up, Muller said. He stood. He still stood by the door, not wanting to get her furniture wet. Of course, Mulder. You know you can. Uh, of course, Mulder. You know you can. You don't even need to ask, Scully replied. Why don't you go to the bathroom and get dried off? Shower if you want. I'll grab you a towel. Mulder wandered into the bathroom and closed the door while she pulled a couple towels from the closet. She knocked on the door. It opened and Mulder's hand shot out. She handed him the towels and retreated to the couch to wait for him to finish. She heard him sigh, and then the shower turned on. She heard a groan and blushed, picturing him stepping under the hot water. Scully had always found Mulder attractive. From their first meeting, she had been drawn to him. He was witty, charming. His boyish looks, uh, his boyish good looks hadn't hurt either. He had a vulnerability that had endeared him to her. When, she began op when he began opening up to her, sharing his experiences with her, she ached, she had ached for him. To lose his sister when he was so young and having no clue what had happened broke, his, broke her heart. She saw him in, she saw in him a survivor. He had moved forward, dedicating his life to finding out what had happened to her. While she hadn't believed in aliens or alien abductions, she had nonetheless believed his story. She believed without realizing or understanding why. She believed because he believed. His belief made her believe. And together they believed. Everyone believed. <laughs> I believe so. <clears throat> when she herself had been abducted, her world changed. Waking up in the hospital with no memory of her experience was troubling. She lost a month of her life and had no clue why. For once, the science wasn't there. He couldn't fall back on it because, he, because what had happened to her was beyond the realm of science. It defied logic and reason. But Mulder hadn't given up. When she found out all he had done for her, all he had endured, her heart expanded. No matter what, he hadn't lost hope. Even when everyone else he even when everyone else had, he hadn't. He believed she would be found. That experience strengthened the bond between them. It strengthened other things too. <laughs> Ever since then, Scully had found a stronger attraction toward her partner. She relished she relished all the times his hand touched her, either accidental or intentional. When Donnie Faster had kidnapped her, she knew Mulder would find her. She knew she would be rescued. She had no doubt in her mind. When Mulder held her in his arms after, she felt safe and secure. She felt loved. That was when she realized he meant more to her than just a friend or a partner. That was when she knew she loved him. That she was in love with him. Fox, William... 
Mulder. They both say each other's full names. Scully looked up as the bathroom door opened. She felt her mouth go dry. Mulder stepped out with a towel wrapped around his waist. Sorry, forgot my bag, he said as he padded across the floor. She grabbed his, he grabbed his bag and disappeared into the bathroom. Scully sighed. There's another one for the fantasy bank. Mulder had played a role in her imagination for quite some time. She had been pleasuring herself to thoughts of him for several years. If only he knew how often his name escaped her lips during orgasms. Mulder emerged from the bathroom again, wearing a pair of loose shorts and a t-shirt. He walked to the couch and sat beside her. Feel better? Scully asked. Much, Mulder sighed as he laid his head back, closing his eyes. Scully looked at his profile, a smile on her lips. He was so handsome. Come on, back to bed now, Scully said, standing up. She turned off the light and stood in front of him. Mulder opened his eyes and looked at her. She held out her hand. He raised an eyebrow. We can share the bed. You'll be more than comfortable. You'll be more comfortable there than on the couch. Mulder visibly swallowed a gulp. <laughs> he took her hand and stood as well. Scully smiled and led him toward her bedroom. As they laid on their respective sides, the tension was almost palpable. Mulder sighed, blowing out a breath. He rolled towards Scully. She turned toward him, reaching out. He traced the side of her cheek with the back of his finger. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it, Mulder said. Scully smiled. Anytime, Mulder. Anytime. They closed their eyes and fell asleep, each conscious of the other. Okay. I've got a, a question here about the timeline. Okay, because at first I was thinking it was like maybe a, a nighttime wink and the guy's like, you got a place to stay? You know, the landlord. <clears throat> but... I think some time has passed because I don't know a landlord that's going to show up like that. <laughs> yeah, instead of landlord, it should have been the super. Mm -hmm. A super would a do that. A lot more likely. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the writing's not terrible. It's no. not bad. There's still some room to, you know, word choices, etc. Yeah, I think sometimes they take but, like a the overused route instead of... Coming up with a new phrase, like palpable, I could already feel that that was going to be the word. Palpable, mm -hmm. yeah. It was a palpable prediction. Mm -hmm. Let's go on to chapter three of four. Burst Pipes, chapter three. And, and once again, the author's name is Bones Bemet Lover. Okay. Chapter three. Several hours later, Scully woke up to a pleasant warmth at her back. Oh, did... Oh, he did, had a night emission. Did he, did he give her a back shot? Yep, seems like it. She got back shots in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Several hours later, Scully woke up to a pleasant warmth at her back. Something hard was jabbing into her, though. From the events of the early morning, uh, the events from the early morning came back to her. Mulder's apartment flooded. He's staying here a few days. He's sharing my bed. Holy shit! 
She realized several things at the same time. Sometime in the night, Mulder had wrapped himself around her, his arm draped over her stomach and his face buried into her hair. His leg was also wrapped around hers, and his prominent morning wood was <clears throat> making its presence known. Dear listeners, I have a, a YouTube thing. You should check it out. The show's even more good or with the videos. But when I did that with the ahum, something making itself known, just know, see it with your ears that I pulled my glasses down to the tip of my nose and looked very knowingly at the camera. FYI, painting a picture, making your quality of life better with this quality entertainment. Let's continue with this story. Holy shit, I just smudged my lens so much. It is, I can barely see through these things. Her arm draped hair, um, she um, making its presence known. Mm-hmm. She also realized she couldn't move without waking him up. Mulder, wake up, Mulder, Scully said gently, not wanting to startle him. He, hmm, and buried his face deeper into her hair, breathing deeply. His arm tightened around her. Scully rolled her eyes. Mulder, wake up, she said a little sharper. His breathing caught, and she heard, Scully, was it? She almost laughed at him. He was adorable when he first woke up in the morning. Suddenly, his, his body tightened up, and she knew the exact moment when he realized what happened. He pulled away hastily and backed up to a more reasonable distance on the bed. Sorry about that, Mulder said, sounding sheepish. He sat up, rubbing his hands over his face. It's okay, Scully said as she got out of the bed. I didn't want to wake you, but I didn't really have any choice. You were sort of wound around me. Sorry, must have gotten cold, Mulder Mulder muttered. Actually, he had been having a rather pleasant dream, involving Scully and himself, ah, natural. Unconsciously, his body must have responded to her nearness, Mulder, sh- Mulder shifter slightly. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be shifted. <laughs> Mulder shifter slightly, um, sitting up so his ah uh, um dick wasn't as noticeable under the sheets. And good morning to you. <laughs> what a cheeky little line they threw in there. And a good morning to you. A good morning. Sunday morning. You remember that Nancy Pelosi yes. when she glitched out? Good morning. Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone someone put it on the Teletubbies thing where the sun's coming up. Yeah. And it's got the Teletubbies music and the ah. And it's her face on it going, good morning. Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty terrifying. <laughs> it, the light switch was turning off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's flickering uh. those those hamsters are no longer running on that wheel (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah hamsters dead on a wheel how dare you say you know if 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 my mom saw this she'd be very upset yes she might Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) um let's see where the fuck were ah and a good morning to you (laughs) 
So since it's the weekend and we don't have a case, what's on the agenda? Mulder asked, hoping this wasn't too awkward for her. Well, I had planned to visit Mom. Want to come? I know Mom always loves to see you, Scully invited. And uh, they didn't need to put invited. Yeah. Scully invited. That's already happening here. She's inviting him with her words. Just say Scully said or don't say anything at all because we know it's Scully inviting and saying, oh, and I think Bill and Tara will be there as well, she added, almost like an afterthought. Mulder visually cringed. Bill Scully Jr. wasn't exactly Mulder's biggest fan. When Scully had been sick and in the hospital, Bill had blatantly made his opinion known. He didn't care for Mulder in any way, shape, or fashion. He despised him for what he perceived Mulder had done to his little sister. Little did Bill know that Mulder was already hating himself for what had been happening to Scully. If only Bill knew how much Mulder also cared for Scully. Scully stifled a laugh at his At the look on Mulder's face, she was well aware that there was no love lost between her partner and her brother. Bill made his feelings known multiple times. Mulder, surprisingly, had not. However, knowing Mulder as well as she did, she knew the feeling was mutual. It didn't stop her from teasing him, however. Mulder opened his mouth to turn down the invitation gently. When he noticed the playful gleam in his partner's eye. So that's how it's going to be. Two can play that game. Scully's brows scrunched together. How did he? Mom told me that over the fo- Mom told me that over the phone last week when I was alone in the office. Mulder, did you eavesdrop on my conversation with my mother? Scully exclaimed. Mulder put his hands up in the I surrender gesture. No, I just simply overheard that part of the conversation. I was coming down the hall and heard you on the phone. I I heard you mention your brother, so I figured you were talking to Maggie. I left to give you some privacy to finish your phone call. Scully was touched. Well, that was considerate of you, Mulder. He shrugged. No problem. So do you want to come or not? Scully teased. I suppose I could be persuaded, Mulder said. Whoever made this, I feel like they actually watched X-Files. Because there are a lot of things in here that they're including. One, the full names. But also like this too. Like the hands up like I surrender. Because he did that a lot. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I need to clean my glasses real quick. Oh, you get to do your favorite activity. Yes. Sometimes you disappear, and I just have to look over into the bedroom, and I catch you cleaning your glasses over and over and over again. It is a never-ending struggle. I mean, I've had you try to look through these specs before. You're very blind. There's just no way. Yeah, I am very blind. And I have perfect vision. I do not. I have poor vision, but... It's been that way since I was nine years old. That's when I first got glasses. 
because uh, the teachers noticed a problem that I had to walk up to the board to read anything. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I got glasses because uh, they thought that I needed glasses when I was like eight or nine. Mm -hmm. But whatever glasses they gave me would make me vomit. I'd get dizzy and vomit. Yeah. Well, they didn't make it. Uh, the right way for you then. Well, then we went to the eye doctor and it turned out I didn't have whatever they thought I had. What the fuck? So it was probably just I was bored and not paying as much attention as they wanted. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's move on to chapter four. Chapter four. Why, Fox, what a lovely surprise. Dana didn't tell me you were coming as well. Come in, come in, Maggie exclaimed. Mulder grinned. Nice to see you too, Mrs. Scully. I hope I'm not interrupting any plans you two had. Oh, of course not. You're always welcome here. You know that, Maggie gushed. Scully smiled and rolled her eyes watching the exchange between her partner and mother. Wait, so quick note in the last chapter, and this is regarding the Oxford comma, which in case you didn't know, you need to fucking use. Because in the previous one, it was... Part, her partner and her brother, but yeah. there was no comma before and. So that means that um, both uh, the whoever Bill, both Bill and and Fox are both her brother and partner. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it was her partner, comma, and her brother that's separating those two people. And now here we have uh, her partner is also um, Mulder is also her Scully's mom. Uh oh. Yeah. So seems like a conflict of interest. Yes, it does. Okay, where the fuck were we? Uh, you're always welcome. You know that Maggie gushed. I'm watching. Ah, uh, here we go. Scully smiled and rolled her eyes, watching the exchange between her partner and mother. She would almost swear her mother had just the tiniest crush on the handsome man. Scully definitely understood the sentiment. Breakfast went by quickly, almost too quickly for Mulder's reckoning. He'd almost almost swear Scully was nervous about him being there. All too soon, they were leaving. Scully practically pushed him out of the door. Jeez, Scully, in a hurry or something? Can't wait to get me back home to have your way with me? Mulder teased her. Ooh. She flushed red. In your dreams, Mulder. If she only knew. Wait a second. If she only knew or should it be if he only knew? I'm a little... That should be if he only knew. I think it should be if he only knew. Yeah. Well, I think she knows what her sex dreams are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd hope. <laughs> well, where's the fire? You seem to be in an awful big hurry to go somewhere. Pray, fill me in. I just Weird fi- phrase. Yeah, pray? I think it's like pray tell. Well, yes, but they didn't I know. know that. I, well, I, I think they do know that. It's just they shouldn't use it because this isn't 1887. <laughs> I've just figured... <laughs> 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 oh, that was a little snort. <laughs> okay. We got a pig in here? Yeah. We got a Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig, man. Yeah, I, a those, pig. 
awful Peppa Pig fan fictions I, I decided to not read on here. Okay. Um, pray fill me in. I just figured you didn't want to spend all day at my mother's house. I love your mom. Why wouldn't I, why would I have a problem visiting her? I think you're the one with the problem right now. Mulder, don't start. I didn't start anything. You did. I'm just trying to keep up. Scully threw up her hands. Ah, I give up. Mulder laughed at the look on Scully's face. Yep, never a dull moment with me, is there? Get in the damn car, Mulder. Thankfully, the car ride back to Scully's was relatively quiet. Mulder spent most of his time fiddling with the radio, much to Scully's aggravation. He finally settled on a station that he liked, which Scully was grateful for. I just want to thank you again for putting up with me this weekend. It, it means a lot that you're willing to put up with me. Mulder, we're partners. You know that you're welcome anytime. There, that's not even a question. I just feel bad that your apartment had to flood for it to happen. Not that you don't come over any not that you don't come over anytime you want anyways, but usually there's a case involved. I don't think you've ever come over just to come over. Truth be told, I kind of welcome the company. Well, now that you told me that, I'll have to find more excuses to come over without a case being involved. I get kind of bored sitting at home myself. Scully glanced over at Mulder and realized that he was probably just as lonely as she was. Maybe even more so. He didn't really talk to his family, except for the lone gunman. She didn't know any of any other friends he had. Scully realized that Mulder was very much alone, in more ways than one. Scully knew that she wanted to do something to change that. Maybe this weekend is a good start. Hey, Scully, what kind of movies do you own? You want to watch something when we get back? I don't have porn, Mulder. Mulder look, uh, looked affronted. Scully, as if, I would, as if I would ask you to watch that with me. The very idea. Then Mulder grinned rakishly. Then again, you might like it. Scully rolled her eyes. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that to me, Mulder. Say whatever you want to say, partner. Whatever you want to say. And then that's uh, chapter four. I think this is unfinished. Yep. I want to know what happens next. We need chapter five, Al. Okay, so the very beginning was... There was some like uh, dirty stuff when he was uh, looking at the pornos. Yeah. And... Um, blinking his own dinky. Um, I think this story has a potential and has room to get kind of raunchy. It definitely does. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to watch um, uh, pornographic adult um, movie sex films. And uh, then they're going to boink. And uh, maybe she gets pregnant. Deba they do have a kid in X-Files. Together? Yeah. When? Like late later. They have a kid. Oh, I haven't seen that far. Okay. But they they bloink and she gets pregnant. All right. The baby 
the, uh, well, in Texas, the fully grown child adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at any sane part of the world, uh, the thing in her womb gets abducted out of her belly. Yep. But she doesn't get abducted. The kid does get abducted. You have a lot of X-Files to catch up on. I'm, dude, there is so much. It's like two decades of television. You just need to get on it. It's two decades of television, and I don't have enough time to watch all the shit I'd like to watch. What do you think this is? The Twilight Zone? I never have enough time for all my books. This books. <laughs> There's never enough time. 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 Time to finish this show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this uh, X-Files romantic. I I thought it was going to be a little more erotic. Um, It started off real dirty. I'm excited to see what happens with this story. I want to see what direction this goes. Can you see when it was posted? Uh, Let's see here. This was posted last year. Yeah, Yeah, March 10th of last year. She she lost steam. The last thing she wrote was, or they, the last thing they wrote was, sorry, it's short, but I got a full day tomorrow. And that's the last thing they wrote. Yep. Then we lost them in the pandemic. Did did they die? I don't think so, but... Is this one of those, like, unfinished works, like uh, some of that, that book by Kafka, where it wasn't even finished, and uh, but he died, and then his best friend found the notes in the manuscript and, like, finished it, like, put it all together, and then they published it? Is it like that? Maybe. Is this person, is their best friend going to find their, their notes on this X-Files... Maybe Fra- their friend did, and they found it, and then they were just beating their meat. Fran romance. Oh, God. They were tenderizing the cow. Yep. Um, punching the pig. Oh, gross. <laughs> Ree! Ree! I do not like whatever that was. <laughs> Ree! Oh, boy. If I, if I was a pig, I'd go like... Re re re. You definitely would be a weird pig. <laughs> You'd be a freak pig. <laughs> I'd be like, yo. Yeah, or you'd be like one of those weird animals that are obsessed with humans, always trying to hump them. Nah, man, I just like follow people everywhere. Yeah, as a truffle pig. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're gonna be a truffle pig now? Okay. Yo, you you want me to be a truffle pig? Become a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Thanks for tuning in. I'll truffle pig you next time. Ya boy. Come on.